Welcome to Reds College Basketball Roundup. I'm Jared McMurray here to talk about college basketball around the country, including the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. It's been a busy start to the season, so let's get started. First off, let's talk some Gardner-Webb basketball. Uh, since we talked last, uh, the running Bulldogs, uh, they got a nice win in the Virgin Islands when they competed in the Paradise Jam. Uh, the Gardner-Webb Bulldogs defeated Clemson in the opening round. Second round, though, they lost to Seton Hall, which Seton Hall beat Nevada in the first round, and then they fell to Old Dominion in the fifth-place game. Uh, the Old Dominion at first, that loss looked kind of frightening to me. I know Seton Hall, they're going to they're gonna be pretty decent in the Big East. I don't know what they were picked to finish, but I'm pretty sure they're a top-five team in the Big East. Uh, Old Dominion, you know, they don't play in quite as tough as a conference, but then just recently they beat VCU, which is obviously one of my Final Four picks. So that loss doesn't look too bad. And Gardner-Webb played pretty decent in that tournament. And also coming up here on December 2nd, Gardner-Webb will travel to Arizona and take on the number three team in the country in the Wildcats. Uh, Arizona, you know, I I said they'd struggle a little bit. And when they have, they're still undefeated. They won the Mount Invitational. They beat Missouri, beat Kansas State. Um, but they've struggled. And and they beat San Diego State in the final out there. And it just it was some close games. By the way, I really believe the Maui Invitational, maybe next to Atlantis, was the best um, early season college basketball tournament. A lot of good teams out there. I want to talk about Duke for a little bit. You know, I mentioned that they're going to be, they could be rocky. Well, I don't know if they're going to be rock, as rocky as I thought. Oak Four and Duke have continued to impress me more and more. Haven't played the toughest competition, but I believe that's a pretty good sign um, or for that for Duke. It's a good sign that they haven't played good good competition. They're young team. Krzyzewski's Learning what, learning, they're learning their identity, and that's what they need to do. You don't need to play a, a lot of tough teams. Somebody like Michigan State, Kansas, they schedule all these tough teams. Yeah, it helps them come tournament time. But Coach Shefsky realizes he needs to figure out what his team is about and how they're going to win once they get into ACC play. He'll get plenty of tough tests once they come, once January comes. So I, I like, I like Duke. Duke, however, they will play this week the Big Ten ACC Challenge. You know that's a big deal every year. Um, most people think, you know, the ACC is getting powerful, powerful, and they're just going to run away with the Big Ten. I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I think the Big Ten, you know, they've won like two out of the past three in this challenge before they lost like ten in a row. But they're going to compete in this. I, I don't know if, I think it's 14-14, you know, it used to be 10 on 10. Now all these conferences are expanding, and Duke does get their first tough test. They battle Wisconsin, and Wisconsin looked more than impressive in the battles with Atlantis. Uh, they beat Oklahoma in the final. I really like Oklahoma. They have a guy named Ryan Spangler. Uh, he's back from last year. He's gritty. He's tall. He can shoot now better. He worked on his jump shot in the offseason. He can grab any any rebound, offensive or defensive. And I really look for Oklahoma to be a pretty decent team this year, too. But Wisconsin really impressed me. So they battled Duke. I know North Carolina will take on Iowa. Uh, Purdue will take on, I believe, it's NC State. So that's a you know North Carolina team versus an Indiana team. And IU, I believe, will take on Pittsburgh. And IU's really struggled. I don't know. I I can't, off the top of my head, who Ohio State and Nebraska battle um, or Michigan State. But you like their chances to win no matter who they play, whether it be Syracuse or or whoever. You like their chances to win. Um, You know, you probably got this from my last podcast. I'm born and raised a Hoosier, born there in Indiana, raised just minutes from Purdue, grew up a Purdue fan. So I guess we got to talk about how the Tar Heels got beat up by Butler. You know, it must be a thing. It was a tournament thing. Two out of the past three years, Butler's defeated North Carolina in 
a preseason tournament. First in Maui a couple of years ago when uh, Butler was kind of revamping their program. And the same this year. You know, Butler missed the tournament last year. Chris Holtman's in at the helm as the interim coach. Knocked off North Carolina in the first round of the Battle for Atlantis. And then they lost in the second round to Oklahoma, which, you know, that's... But I, like I said earlier, I like Oklahoma. And then they turn around and got a good win over Georgetown. It's a conference foe. They'll see him again. But Georgetown's going to be a good team. So I really like Butler, like I said last week. You know, Butler and, and Purdue. Purdue had a great showing in Maui. You know, they, they lost their first game to Kansas State. And we'll talk more about Kansas State later and the Big 12 as a whole. But Purdue really played well in Maui. You know, first half, Kansas State. That's all they played bad. Beat Kansas State in the second half. But lost, you know, came down to couldn't make quite enough run there at the end to get back in it. Or else I thought they could have pulled that one out maybe in overtime. And, you know, in day two, in the consolation bracket, they battled Missouri. You know, Missouri's not going to be the best team. They play in the SEC anyways. But they battled. And they got out to a big lead. And they cruised. And they won. And then in the fifth place game, they played BYU, which put up over 120 points. I know it's Chaminade, Division Two, but that, that Haas kid for, I mean, he doesn't miss. What, 10 for 10 from the behind the arc against Chaminade? And Purdue keeps him in check till the second half when he tries to mount a comeback, but he can't do it because A.J. Hammond's at the buzzer? I mean, A.J. Hammond's is playing for real, and this freshman, Isaac Haas, for the Boilermakers, he's more than impressive. He's really impressed me. Um... And then you want to talk about the Hoosiers. Well, that loss to Eastern Washington home made me feel a lot better about Purdue's loss to Missouri. Uh, I used their schedule's been horrendous so far, but it gets a lot better. Uh, they play Pitt next week. They play Georgetown at Madison Square Garden. I think it's, you know, the coaches for cancer, classic. Uh, a couple games there at the Garden. Um, and then I think they also, they, they go to Louisville. They've played, they hosted SMU and beat SMU, but SMU's kind of struggled so far. They go to Louisville, and I don't think they can win that game. And then they play Butler, a Crossroads Classic do this thing. Uh, it'll be Notre Dame and Purdue, and that, that'll be a good game too. But I think the Butler-IU game will be more intriguing. You know, Butler knocked off IU two years ago in this game at Bankers Life Fieldhouse in Indianapolis when IU was ranked number one. That's enough about Indiana, though. I know you guys want to hear about North Carolina basketball. Um, not a whole lot to say. You know, the Tar Heels struggled like I thought they might early. You know, they lost to, lost to Butler. Uh, they turned around and beat Florida. Like you want to talk about Florida, they've really struggled. You know, three and three, where's their identity? And then Kansas and Michigan State. You know, they battled last. They battled yesterday afternoon in a in a tight game. Um, and, and they've they've both you know struggled too. But they're going to find their identity. They're going to be a top team in their conference. But I really want to talk about the Big Twelve rather than the Big Ten at ACC right now. You know, the Big Twelve last year is kind of down. I think only four or five teams made the tournament. You know, some teams really struggled. Texas has struggled for the past three or four years. <laughs> Watch out for Texas. Ranked their top, their top 10 team in the country. Knocked off Connecticut on a last-second shot yesterday. Um, big win over UConn. And, you know, Boatwright, he was making shots left and right for Connecticut. Can he be the Shabazz Napier? And can someone else be the Boatwright? And can Kevin Ollie lead him back to the promised land, maybe back-to-back national championships? You know, it's, it's a tough task, but... You look for Connecticut to be a pretty good team, so that's a big win for over Texas. And then I'll talk about Kansas State and how they battle. You know, they they bar- they beat Purdue and then barely lost to Arizona. And this guy named Marcus Foster, you know, he's preseason All Big Twelve, but I think he's he's in consideration to snap a um, snatch a All American spot. He looked amazing in the win over Purdue when I saw him play. 
So, you know, there's those teams. And then Oklahoma, you know, people forgot about how Oklahoma kind of battled towards the end of the year last year in Big 12 play. They got this Spangler kid back, got some shooting, they got some size. They played Wisconsin really well because of that size. So I think they'll wreck havoc in the Big 12, as well as West Virginia, you know. Everyone's kind of surprised with their talent this year, but Bob Huggins isn't, you know, Coach Bob Huggins. And I, and I heard all through last year, you know, that West Virginia's year is next year. So they're going to be a tough team to beat, along with Kansas, Texas, you know, Oklahoma State will win some games. So look for the Big 12 to be better than what people are going to, you know, say they're going to be. So, you know, the Big 12, the Big 10, the ACC, you like the ACC to be the top team, the top conference in basketball each and every year. And going into this season, you thought so. You know, Syracuse kind of struggling, whatever. They got all these teams. Doesn't matter. Big 10 and Big 12 are for real. And I, you got to keep an eye on those teams. And going back to the Big Ten a little bit, I mean, they only got like four losses combined as a conference already. I mean, the Boilermakers have one. IU, I think, has two. And, and they only have five combined. Illinois hasn't lost. Maryland hasn't lost. Where did Maryland come from? And I think they take they battle somebody tough in this ACC Big Ten Challenge. So that'll be that'll be good competition for them. Well, that's about it for this week, folks. Um, good to talk about some college basketball here. The preseason tournaments, they were fun to watch. Uh, here we're getting some more, you know, one-on-one matchups, the Big Ten ACC Challenge, some other little tournaments, some holiday tournaments, you know, the, the ones, in, ones in Indiana, North Carolina, and Duke will have some good matchups here. Also, Gardner-Webb, they will take on, they, they beat Brevard over the weekend, but they will take on, I know they travel after the Arizona game, they'll travel to Jacksonville this month, and they'll host Furman. So some good, good games upcoming for the Gardner-Webb running Bulldogs. And we'll talk a little bit more Big South basketball, a little preview to the conference next time. Thanks for tuning in to this college basketball roundup. I'm Jared McMurray.